1: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
0: Hi, we're going to start the show here in just one second. But before we do, I have to tell you about Omaha Steaks. Summer is all about grilling and no one understands grilling better than Omaha Steaks. Their grand summer grill out package lets you stay home and eat like you're at the best steakhouse in town. All for much less. They've got bacon-wrapped filet mignon, pork chops, chicken, kielbasa, and more, all delivered to your door with ease. And right now, Omaha Steaks is offering an exclusive deal on this amazing package. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code LIBERAL in the search bar, and for this week only, Omaha Steaks will add four burgers and four gourmet jumbo franks free with your order. Omaha Steaks delivers guaranteed quality and safety with every order. Your order will arrive flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, and safely delivered to your door in a cooler with dry ice. Go to omahasteaks.com, type liberal in the search bar, and order the Grand Summer Grill Out package. And for this week only, you'll also receive four Jumbo Franks and four burgers free to complete your steakhouse experience. Omahasteaks.com, enter the code liberal in the search bar. And now let the cartoons begin.
2: Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is The Bob Zeska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Mr.
1: Burgundy, you are acting like a
2: baby. I'm not a baby, I'm a man. I am an anchor man. You are not a man, you are a big fat joke. I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the
0: Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I am. (laughs) You're just a woman with a small brain, with a brain a third the size of us. It's science.
2: I will have you know that I have more talent and more intelligence in my little finger than you do in your entire body, sir. You are a smelly pirate hooker. You look like a blueberry. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? Well, you have bad hair. What did you say? I said, your hair looks st- stupid. Ah! Bob we could not talk or talk forever and still find things to not talk about. The Bob Seska Show.
0: From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, July 21, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello, day 1,279 of the Trump crisis, 105 days until the 2020 presidential election. And oh my God, Mike Elson is on vacation today. Buzz Burbank is on vacation all this week, so no buzz today. Well-earned vacation. So sitting in today, oh my God. Pursuing
2: the agenda of manicide. Here's Kimberly. It's Kimberly Johnson.
0: <laughs> hello. From the Start Me Up podcast, author of Peyton's Choice, American Woman, The Virgin Diaries, author Kimberly on Twitter. The extra E is for excellent.
1: Oh, hello, everybody. Hi.
0: So, <laughs> what's on the agenda of Manicide? Well,
1: it's funny because you played that little clip about we can talk or not talk, and that's from Best in Show. Yes. And so tomorrow, I'm going to be talking with Jim Piddick, and he was in that movie. He was um, that one of the... During he was the like dog the, show He was sitting with uh, The
0: play-by-play play guy During the dog show Yes,
1: yes, yes But, uh, but he, was, <laughs> he was, was Fred, 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 Fred Willard. Willard He yeah. was sitting there One of hey. the judges Whoa. With Fred oh, Willard man. He was like that straight man judge And he's so funny And I just want to say There was uh, I, I was like looking him up You know And I saw this interview with him And he was being interviewed By somebody from like SAG Or AFTER or whatever yeah. So he was explaining That he his first drama class He had had this huge lunch And, and it, the first class was movement And he didn't realize it And he came, he came to class over this huge lunch like Chinese food and he did this like I guess headstand and then he was going to roll over and he said the biggest fart came out and I'm like I'm interviewing him. (laughs) He said it was like the loudest fart in the world.
0: Got So know,
1: I'm really looking forward. to The first to talking thing
0: to him. you got to ask him is, how the hell did he not break up? In I every know, well, of single course, take. of
1: course, I'm going to ask him that. <laughs> with Fred Willard can, sitting next any, to but him. But he was also in, um, I think he was also in A Mighty Wind, and then what was that other one? Mascots. <laughs> Mascots. So he's yeah. <laughs> got real knowledge about what it's like to work with Christopher Guest. Oh my God. Oh yeah. And then of course I have to tell my funny story about how you know, Michael Higgins, which is, he's really John Michael Higgins, but I knew him when I was 15 and 16. He was oh yeah. Regular
0: in the Christopher guest, uh, troop. Yeah. Right there, and yeah. I
1: used to have, he was, I, I came back to Maryland to spend my summers with my dad and mm-hmm. my stepmother signed me up for acting classes. And Michael was the coach. And I was ridiculously in love with him, <laughs> like to the point where it's embarrassing, but I'm going to tell that story tomorrow. So
0: was he from Norland,
1: <laughs> but is just FYI <laughs> for anyone who wants to listen, it's, Patreon. Wait, what is it? Patreon.com. I say it every day, but like I'm on your show and I'm all turned around
0: now. <laughs> Link in the description if you need it. BobSuska.com. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. So many things to talk about today. Really? Um, so I thought yeah. it was like a
1: slow news day. It's
0: really slow news day, of course. You know, I got into a big debate on Twitter. I love Charlie Pierce to death. Uh, he's the writer I want to be when <laughs> I grow up. But man, we got into it yesterday about this John Kasich thing. Which I think between... Yeah. Charlie and me, we just blew it way out of proportion. Made a much bigger deal of it than it actually is. They're probably going to stick John Kasich into the DNC somewhere. Like, I don't know, between a brass band and Sherrod Brown introducing the chairman of the rules committee. I mean, it's just going to be like some slot somewhere buried (laughs) in there. And suddenly we're all acting as if we've invited Trump himself to come and speak at the DNC. I know. And it's not that. You
1: know, I just... I, I feel like, I mean, of course, I see some of the left fringers, as I like to call them, um, yeah. you know, basically saying that it's Republican-like convention Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, I am a woman, and I can't stand John Kasich. Mm. Kasich, Kasich, whatever. I have no idea. He's (laughs) anti-woman. I say Kasich. Okay, so Kasich. He's anti-woman. He's anti-choice. I can't fucking stand him. But you know what? I'm going to take his endorsement because, as you pointed out, Democrats are not endorsing Kasich. No. It's the other way around. Yes. And he might have some influence with more than just people in Ohio. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't mean Democrats... Are Republican. It means the Republicans who are not tied to re-election yeah. are free to speak their minds. And you know, unfortunately, people like Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio, they're tied to their next election. Right. So. They're not going to say anything. But somebody like Marco, I'm sorry, like uh, Kasich can,
0: and he is, so let him. Yeah, far be it from anyone to mistake Marco Rubio for someone else. <laughs> no, <really. laughs> Jesus Christ, what a numbskull you that t- guy Ted, is, a knucklehead. Ted
1: Cruz said that people often mistake him for Marco Rubio. Oh, he's sure they a, do. He's so full of
0: it. Yes, Are, we, are we allowed
1: to be profane on, on here? T- yes, of okay, course you can. Right. I, was, I forgot. No
0: one fucking cares. Okay. <laughs> We're not on fucking radio. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, again, this is an all-hands-on-deck election. This is the the point I was trying to make uh, on Twitter yesterday. We have to win this election. Like, look, it's
1: so bad the anti-woman, anti-choice guy even hates him. I mean, that's to me what it's saying. Yeah,
0: it's not even about political party. This is about patriotism, this election. You have to vote out of sheer patriotism. Yeah. Because what's happening right now in the United States with this tyrant in the White House, we're black bagging people in the streets, American citizens, unidentified federal troops going around disappearing American citizens. And that's just the latest in a long, long line of things. We all know there are way too many things going on, too many dings. And so... In order to stop the bleeding, in order to stop the hemorrhaging, we need everyone to vote for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Yeah. And I don't understand this mentality where now it's like, well, yes, we need everyone except those people. Those people, (laughs) those people, they can go vote for someone else. But isn't that you're asking people to go vote for Donald Trump? Is what you're doing?
1: Yeah. And what would really be nice is if a lot of the people who um, are young and saying that they want change, if they would actually show up and vote. Yeah. uh, They don't. Yeah. And you know, I mean, maybe maybe more did than last time, but not enough to make a, a big splash. So. You gotta vote, yeah. and if you're not gonna vote, we're gonna take our votes where we can get them.
0: <sighs> Even if he just brings a hundred votes to the table, I know that's a hundred votes. Anything. We're talking about elections now. I, I forgive me if I'm repeating myself. I've said this a million times elections these days how many nights have we been sitting up on election nights where there's special elections some congressional elections and we're up late at night going oh my god this is a nail biter whoa it's coming down to just a few votes here Ma, every vote counts and then suddenly we get more votes potentially maybe 100 votes here 100 votes there in ohio because joe biden decided to slot in john Kasich somewhere in the dnc schedule suddenly that happens we're like nah nah votes really don't matter actually you know, we've we've changed our minds. <laughs> These things aren't close at all. It's going to be a blowout. Who the fuck needs... Who needs John Kasich and the people he might bring along to vote for Joe Biden? <laughs> who needs them? But I, obviously, we need every single... Everybody. Essay.
1: This is like, hello. We need to have... There's going to be so much cheating yeah. and suppression. And I mean... Th- We need huge numbers. We're not going to win if we don't have a ridiculous blowout. It's got to be a blowout.
0: Well, And also, look, Joe Biden is only winning, at least according to the RCP average of of polls in Ohio. Joe Biden's only leading Donald Trump by one percentage point. Hmm. And even that is kind of an improvement. I think Hillary Clinton lost Ohio by eight points. Mm -hmm. Eight percentage points. That state was gone.
1: And that poll, is it in Ohio or nationally uh, that's ohio It's okay.
0: specifically okay. ohio polls where i think it's uh 46 45 so it's basically okay. within right. the margin of error joe right. biden could actually be losing if you factor yes. in the margin of error so again any vote that john kasich brings to the table is certainly welcome and it's harmless yeah. it's not like he's been appointed the chairmanship no of the platform committee it's not like suddenly because we're including john kasich we're going Bye bye reproductive rights. Mm-hmm. Bye bye unions. You know that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we know what John Kasich's politics are. Yeah. But think of it this way: at the very least, it's going to troll the fuck out of. Donald <laughs> no, at Trump. the very
1: least, you know. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you know, I wrote this thing on Twitter yesterday, just a, a blind tweet. I wasn't responding necessarily to anybody. I said, uh, it's an all-hands-on-deck election. If you think we can safely turn away votes for Dems in places like Ohio, you're not taking the stakes seriously enough, and I cannot emphasize that enough. By the way, Kasich is endorsing Biden, not the other way around. If Kasich can deliver even 100 Ohio votes, great. They all count. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Charlie Pierce replied to me, he said, fine, let him barnstorm from Cleveland to Cincinnati but he doesn't belong speaking to an already skeleton DNC. All hands on deck doesn't mean all hands on the bridge. He can work below decks. I understand that, but this is still working below decks. And really, what's the difference in terms of uh, Republican taint, so to speak, between barnstorming with Biden from Cleveland and Cincinnati and having, you know, 15 minutes in the middle of the afternoon at the DNC? I don't know. I mean, if we're talking about damage to the Democrats, maybe driving away a few progressive votes, it's going to happen either way. Right. Either way you involve John Kasich in the proceedings, whether it's at the DNC or not. doesn't matter. So I said to Charlie, I said, again, I love Charlie Pierce. I've had him on my show many times. I consider him a friend. I want to be like him when I grow up. (laughs) I said to him, we're talking about a speech, not the chairmanship of the platform committee. Mm -hmm. A speech might bring some moderate Republicans to the table for Joe Biden without giving away the store. That's the most important thing here. I think somehow people think that if John Kasich is part of all of this, the Democratic Party is suddenly becoming the party of of Mm anti-abortion policy and union busting, which is not the case. Again, as you just said. John Kasich is endorsing a pro-choice, pro-union candidate, a campaign platform. I mean, he may not be expressly endorsing those things. He may not expressly say, you know, look, the entire Democratic Party platform, I'm all in favor of that. He's not going to say that. But he is tacitly endorsing the Democratic Party if he's in fact agreeing to appear at the convention. And again, anything can happen at this point because this was a leaked bit of material that Mm -hmm. we got this from. So, I mean, I don't know if the final details are worked out as to whether he's going to show up or not. So, But in the meantime, again, the broader point is I don't know where we got the idea that we can just cavalierly reject votes.
1: Well, you know what else? Liberals are famous for calling out the GOP and saying, why aren't you speaking out? And then as soon as they do... And then as soon as Democrats say, you know, hey, come on up, you know, here, here, here's our microphone. Speak out on our microphone. No, (laughs) it's like, what the fuck?
0: I know. By the way, some people are concerned that it's gonna scare away progressives. I mentioned that earlier. I think
1: they're already scared away. They're already and scared. Scared away. is not the right word.
0: Yeah, right. They're the people who are like doing this dem exit thing, but at the same time going, Don't meddle with our party. Right. Well, you're either in the party, you're either part of yeah. the Democratic Party or you've marginalized yourself. Pick a side and stay there.
1: And you know what? I I am a progressive. Yeah. It's not scaring me away because as I like to say, I'm pragmatic. And so it's like, I'm very progressive. But mm-hmm. I also, as I've said on your other show, on on the uh, Friday show. Or the After Party. After Party. That, <laughs> that's um, the name of the show. <laughs> like, sorry. Just my mind. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I've said many, many times before, I understand that we don't just get our way because we want it. We have to work things out. We have to wait. And it is incremental, even though that's like a dirty word over mm-hmm. on the other side. But it is incremental a lot of time. Yeah. We yeah. have a huge country.
0: Well, we can also count on the fact that Bernie's gonna speak at the convention. Yes. I'm sure Elizabeth Warren is gonna speak at the convention, especially if she's the vice presidential nominee. Yeah. You know?
1: And you know, and he and regardless, he's totally utilizing her policy platforms as well as Bernie's. He's working on stuff with both of them.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Sherrod Brown spoke mm-hmm. at the convention. No one's gonna question his progressive mm-hmm. bona fides. And no. uh, what? AOC is probably going to speak, probably. too. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's, the, the progressives are going to be well represented yes. there. So if there's any balance issue with regard to balancing out John Kasich, you can pretty much guarantee that one end of the teeter-totter is mm-hmm. going to be John Kasich and the <laughs> other end is going to be Bernie Sanders and yeah. Elizabeth Warren and the you know the entire uh, progressive coalition. So, but meanwhile, I'm glad we have the agenda of manicide woman here today <laughs> because- Fox News. Oh, right. Hey, who would have guessed that Fox News was just this slag heap of sexual abuse and rape? I never would have known. Yeah. It's just the stories keep coming down. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's as if uh, we're back. When was that again? When like Roger Ailes was accused and Bill O'Reilly and everything was going down with those guys. Well, shocking now that we get a a brand new lawsuit that accuses uh, ex-Fox News reporter Ed Henry of straight up rape. Rape,
1: yeah.
0: Ed Henry raped someone. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this lawsuit also said that Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson harassed other women. Well, there's no shocker no. there. But as horrible as it is, it shouldn't surprise anyone. Yeah. Those guys are so up their own asses, it's unbelievable. A bombshell lawsuit filed by two women Monday accuses former Fox News chief national correspondent Ed Henry of raping one of them mm-hmm. and says that the network star anchor Sean Hannity... Once offered $100 to staffers to date another woman who also accuses Henry of sexual harassment. That's weird. So, Mm -hmm. what? So, there's like this whole human auction going on, I guess. Uh, Is that what that is? That's weird.
1: I mean, and it's hard to. What does that mean? He offered them $100 to do what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wondering what kind of uh, evidence, because God, I'd love to see Mm -hmm. some. like audio tape mm-hmm. evidence, some yeah. video evidence. Boy, that'd be fantastic. The federal suit says that one of the plaintiffs, Kathy Areyu, also was sexually harassed by other high-profile men at Fox News, including Hannity, host Tucker Carlson, journalist Howard Kurtz, and contributor Gianno Caldwell. The other plaintiff, former Fox Business Associate producer Jennifer Eckhart, claims that Henry raped her in addition to committing other sexual misconduct against her. God, I can only imagine what that might mm-hmm. be. Yeah, and you don't picture it necessarily coming from Ed Henry. He's almost like the Gerber baby. <laughs> he looks like, he, I swear to God, he looks like he's nine years old. But he's like this alleged rapist. Not surprising in no, the it's slightest. No, not surprising at all. Yeah. Uh, speaking for Henry, his lawyer, Catherine Foti, uh, said in an email statement, the Me Too movement has helped to bring to light a number of injustices in our society and everyone that has suffered deserves to be heard. This is not one of those cases. Hmm. The evidence in this case will demonstrate that Miss Eckhart initiated and completely oh. encouraged a consensual oh, okay. relationship. Yeah, you know, because she was wearing that little teeny tiny short skirt. Right. Yeah. Right. She shouldn't have been wearing all that red. And you could tell that state. she
1: had breasts, and that was enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. These are oh yeah. Well, she was just asking for it. I think yes. this was you know, she, you know, obviously it's all said, her yes. fault. It's yeah. always her fault. Exactly right. When she had all those drinks, she was basically consenting. You know. I don't know. That's not part of it. I don't know that she was drinking, but that's kind of the right, shit that they're right, pulling right, right, here. Right. It's like this gaslighting bullshit. They Well, you know, if she hadn't behaved this way, she wouldn't have been raped. Exactly. We get more and more of that. Shocking that it comes from, uh, again, Fox News Channel. Who would have guessed Fox News Channel would be a home of rapists. Um, so, I laugh, but I'm
1: not really laughing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Holy shit. We'll get ready to laugh at this one. I don't know if you've seen the latest Gabe Sherman piece for Vanity Fair, but oh my God, it's beautiful. I don't
1: know which one it is. It's
0: a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's all about how sad Donald Trump is. Donald Trump is really depressed because, yeah, because he's losing, losing badly. Sad. Here's part of it. Republicans that have spoken with Trump in recent days describe him as depressed and down in the dumps. Oh, poor Trump. People around him think his heart's not in it. Wow, a Republican close to the White House said, torn between the imperative to win suburban voters and his instincts to play to his base, Trump has complained to people that he's in a political box with no obvious way out. According to the Republicans, Trump called Tucker Carlson late last week and said, "What do I do? What do I do?" And of course, Tucker Carlson said back to him, "You
2: can act like a man. What do I do?" What do I do? What do I do? You can act like a man. What's the matter with you?
0: Never gets old. According to a Republican working on the convention, the campaign is now preparing to cancel the event so that Trump doesn't suffer another Tulsa-like humiliation. Oh, my God. They probably won't have it, the source said. It's not going to be the soft landing Trump wanted. So, again, my favorite story. That is easily my favorite story happening in the news right now. Yeah. The on again, off again Republican convention, because I just put myself <laughs> in the place of all those delegates who have to make travel reservations. Oh my
1: god, I know. Can
0: you imagine? It's, I know
1: it's, it's like going to be in the in in August in Florida outside. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know what? The, my mother stopped by the other day, and uh, and she just wanted to drop off some cucumbers from her garden. So uh-huh. she like pulled in and was parked and. I went down to go get the cucumbers and for like maybe three minutes of being in the sun, I'm like, I swear to God, I got to move. I can't even imagine. I mean, I know it would probably be covered,
0: but still
1: I can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. Florida, freaking humidity in August.
0: It's going to be blazing hot out there. And I guess that's why maybe Donald Trump's getting used to the heat by doing those interviews outside (laughs) like an idiot.
1: Where he's just like melting in front of our eyes. Yeah. It's like dripping, melting orange (laughs) sludge coming off of his face.
0: Yes. Can you imagine being the poor, poor White House uh, staffer Mm -hmm. who has to launder his shorts? Oh,
1: God. Can you imagine the the odor of
0: Donald Trump's laundry? And,
1: And not only that, like, you remember when he, after the Tulsa... Rally, when he was walking and there was pictures of his, um, you know, his like ring around the collar, all his his orange makeup was coming off on his collar. So it's like not only would you maybe have to smell it, but you'd have to see it.
0: By the way, vindicating my observation that it's not some sort of tanning booth or some right. sort of tanning yes, it's product. Right. It's absolutely some sort of foundation makeup. Yeah. And it probably got some sort of bronzer in there too. Yes. Some sort of flex of something. I've noticed that he looks particularly shiny even when he's inside these days. And it's not <laughs> like just- there's a
1: sheen. It's
0: not just flop sweat. Right. Yeah, there's definitely a, sh- a he's glossy sheen. Like, he's going sheen. for
1: that dewy look. Yeah, he's going for the Mitch McConnell
0: <laughs> glossy look. Mitch McConnell and Trey Gowdy used to stick their faces in the same giant vat of Vaseline every morning so they can look appropriately glazed yeah. every day. And that's it. Donald Trump must be getting his products from them lately because <laughs> always have to look a little bit glazed. So Donald Trump whining to Tucker Carlson, What do I do? What do I do? We, 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 we. You can act like a man. What's, What's the, the matter, matter with you? you? According to a Republican working on the convention, the campaign is now preparing to cancel the event so that Trump doesn't suffer another Tulsa like humiliation. <laughs> Again, I I just read that part. Trump remains furious at his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, whom he (laughs) blames for the campaign's dismal poll numbers. Uh Axios also reported... Yeah, Axios also reported uh, this week that Trump complained privately that Kushner's advice on criminal justice reform damaged Trump politically. (laughs) Yes, that's what did it. That's what's damaging... The 140,000 dead Americans and the highest rate of infections every day... uh, it's like second, right. maybe third, fourth on the list. Yeah. It's because of the criminal justice reform. Talk about a guy who's way out of touch. Yeah. But because Kushner is family, sources say it's unlikely Trump will formally strip him of authority. And there's your... Specifically, there's yeah, your specifically
1: uh-huh. because it's Ivanka's husband.
0: That's right. Mark Meadows is uh, the one who forced Brad Parscale out, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Meadows is clashing with Jared Kushner because Kushner is doing a lot of things uh, the chief of staff should be doing. A Republican strategist close to Mitch McConnell told Gabe Sherman that Republicans have Labor Day penciled in as the right. deadline Ooh. for Trump to have turned things so around. So what does
1: that mean? What are the, I wonder what they're going to do. Like, what does it mean he's on his own? That they're just not going to say nice things about him or what?
0: Well, they're not going to backstop him anymore. Right. When he does terrible things, they're going to start going to let him maybe not appear at his events or Mm -hmm. when he says stupid shit and people they won't come to his reporters, ask them about it because that always happens. Yeah. You know, what do you think of uh, Donald Trump's tweets today? It's crazy. Well, You know,
1: mostly what they've been doing. I mean, they just don't answer.
0: Yeah, they don't. They just walk on by as if there's no problem, no problem at all. But maybe they uh, actually turn around and stop and say, well, I don't think he should be saying that. Maybe yeah. they start to criticize him that a little would bit, nice. undermine him a little bit. Yeah. All they need to do is, in a unified way, just little bits and pieces, little bits of doubt mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And then that becomes almost viral itself.
1: Well, you know, this This is kind of interesting. I spoke with Terry Canfield yesterday, and she said um, that people like Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio or whatever would... Maybe see this as an opportunity, like mm-hmm. to like to back away to say, well, look, it's not looking good for Trump, and that's why you need to vote for me. Yeah, so uh, you know, I'll keep Joe Biden in check or something like that. So you know, I don't know if they, I don't know if they would go that far. I don't think they would, but mm-hmm. I mean, just the idea that that would be kind of like the over, the message that they would be sending.
0: And you know what, I don't think Trump gives a shit about whether or not uh, people on the hill. Well, I will, no, I will say,
1: I will say that, you know, I mean, everything we've learned from Mary Trump's book, he needs praise and there was, I can't remember exactly what she called it, but in the book, Mary said something like dependent something personality, which means that Trump depends on, um, people to praise him as we've seen where Mm -hmm. he fills like the room up with all these men to praise him. And when he had, you know, just like when he had the coronavirus, um, updates, he would have men from corporations praising him
0: oh, yeah. in front of him.
1: He needs that praise.
0: Yeah, oh my god, yes he does.
1: So, it, I I think that that would upset him if especially if republicans, especially like the legislators were just either saying uh, I don't really agree with that or if they said nothing at all. I think that would bother him.
0: It's just the weirdest thing that all of these people are propping up his yeah. pissy pants mood. Just like oh, he's so glum. We need to b- schedule some trucks to come on by because right, he exactly. loves trucks. He does. He
1: just he needs he needs that constant adoration in order to justify. And I think the reason why is because deep down he knows. Yeah, he knows who he is and what he's done. And in order for him to keep that fantasy in alive alive in his head, he needs people to tell him how great he is.
0: I I wonder if he understands. How badly he's failing. I mean, obviously that we, we see the power of positive yeah. thinking bullshit, the right. toxic positivity, as Tony Schwartz yeah. referred to it. Uh we're seeing that on display every day. We're all sick of it. But I wonder what's going on underneath. Does he really think that way himself? Does I don't he really know. apply I don't, the you know positivity I don't know to because he's
1: never had to. Yeah. And he's 74. <laughs> you know, he was he was really fucked up by his father big time. And his mother was just too selfish to give a shit yeah you know she she didn't pay attention to the boys in the family she she thought that was the dad's job and the dad just completely ruined his sons and oh my so, god you know i i don't know that trump is capable of recognizing it because if he recognized it i don't think he
0: could live with himself it's like, like fred trump is buddy hinton's dad Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we just watched that episode totally. of brady, brady bunch with buddy hinton Watch the episode, seriously, if you can find that episode of The Brady Bunch, where Buddy Hinton is bullying Cindy, and then calls Peter, uh, Peter Chicken. Peter Chicken. Peter Chicken. Peter chicken. At that episode, so much Trump in that episode. Yes, very. Uh, Buddy very Hinton, Trumpian. absolutely Trump. Buddy Hinton's dad. And the mother. Like Ooh. a red hat. Like all the red hats that we've been seeing on some of these videos. And the
1: mother reminds me of a... Of a a sitcom silly version of the uh, the character in American Beauty.
0: Oh, what, what's yeah. What's her name? Janney's character. Janus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just owned. Owned yeah. by her husband. And that's what, what yeah. I thought of is when she says she says to Carol Brady, she says, "Oh, that's boys' territory. That's yeah. not my territory. Right. So I can't I can't tell him to stop bullying mm-hmm. your daughter because that's his that's yeah. boys' stuff. I
1: can't tell my abusive husband to stop bullying your daughter and your son because he'll hit yeah. me. I mean that's basically what you got the, from it.
0: The bullying is the man's job. Yes, <laughs> it's not for me to interfere in the bullying of your you know eight year old daughter." So that's exactly what I was thinking of when you were talking about Fred Trump, yeah. Buddy Hinton. Oh God! And I always hesitate, by the way, too, to blame things too much on Fred Trump. I mean, really, Donald Trump has the should have the capacity, at least, to be able to not indulge his worst instincts. To actually, yes, but
1: you know what? At least the...
0: pretend to be a, a human being, which I... he's terrible at.
1: But you know, I'm going to go with uh, that. Let's see, is it here? Can I can I see it? It's not coming up on my screen. But it was a quote that basically says, the person who created the monster is the one to blame. Yeah. And I feel like, it's not that I, here it is. If the soul is left in darkness, sins will be committed. The guilty one is not he who commits the sin, but the one who causes the darkness, Victor yeah. Hugh, Hugo Le Mes. But I, I I really do, it's not, I, I don't want anyone think, to, to think that I'm giving Trump a pass or that I think that, uh, I like that. I, I I kind of do feel sorry for the little boy because Mary Trump did say, you know, way back many, many, many years ago, there might've been some kindness that he expressed, but it was quickly shot down by his father and he was robbed of human emotion. And so he was not given the tools to learn how to use them. And then he just stayed with with that really uh, dangerous destructive attitude, yeah, and and that just beca- so it's like I don't know if he, I I really don't know if he has it in him to see that he's never he was not treated like the rest of us. He had a completely different experience, and I know that there are people that endured all kinds of um, you know crap from their parents and, and turned into good people. I yeah, know that, yeah. but I think with Donald, you know, he I think it. It did kind of come natural to him to bully because mm-hmm. his brother, who was also treated like shit, didn't become a horrible person. Although oh, yeah. he did die, yeah, but he, Donald he died
0: because basically yes, he was bullied. Yeah, because Trump and Fred Trump bullied and him. The other kid bullied the so fuck I out. So I will, of him. I
1: I will say it seems like Donald had that natural, um, you know he was like a natural bully. And so his father brought it out of him. Whereas if his father and mother might have been different with him, they might've been able to temper that side of him, but we'll never know.
0: Mm -hmm. No, obviously not. But But I don't
1: think he's capable. I really honestly don't think he's capable of recognizing the truth of who he is because he just can't face that. It's too much for him to face.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, Trump had the portraits of George W. Bush and Bill Clinton removed from the white house. You believe, what a petty I'm, little... I'm,
1: I'm curious, though, so why he's leaving Obama's up.
0: Is Obama's even
1: up? Oh, okay. Then maybe not.
0: I mean, I don't know. I, I think there was a ceremony to unveil the Obama painting yeah. that Trump didn't participate in, or Trump may have even outright canceled it mm-hmm. at the White House. I seem to vaguely recall something like that going on. Yeah, but too, no, I But no, I can't so. imagine there would be an Obama painting up at the White House. I mean, if he's going to take
1: down Bush and Clinton...
0: Yeah, because... What Trump sees when he sees, for example, George W. Bush's portrait or Bill Clinton's portrait are presidents who are more successful mm-hmm. than Trump. In reality, mm-hmm. history will remember them being better presidents than Donald Trump, yeah. which to Donald Trump, the way he interprets that in his addled, worm infested brain is that those guys, those paintings, are pointing and laughing at his small penis. Yes. (laughs) That's exactly it. And it's not, I'm not saying that to necessarily shame small penises, but I'm saying that's how Donald Trump perceives it. Like, Donald Trump's perception is that anyone who opposes him, especially institutionalists, people who have been in government for a long time, Donald Trump feels as if they think that Donald Trump is inferior. Mm -hmm. And you know what? He's not wrong. Those people do think he's inferior. We think he's inferior. And Donald Trump knows that. So what he tries to do desperately is to hide all of those things. Plug his ears and go, la, 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 la. Not listening. Na, 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 na. You can't make me feel bad about myself. Hmm. Because I'm going to take your painting down. (laughs) Yeah, I know. He's just such a little teeny tiny baby. Oh, and God help me. The daily Trump rallies... From the press room are starting up again uh, this afternoon, five o'clock. By the time this show drops, th- there'll be another one underway. <laughs> Yay for me because I've committed to watching these goddamn things, and I'm not going to give I know, up. You're now. I,
1: I thought of you, and I just thought, oh god. Yeah,
0: there goes my entire evening yeah. schedule because this is like okay, five o'clock when I would normally be getting ready to you know go to the gym or have, eat dinner or something like that, something more casual. I've got to stick my face into the fucking burning plasma stream of insanity. Yeah. With Donald Trump just doing rally after rally and having to scream at the... we're we're all going to have to scream at the networks to stop carrying the rallies because they're paid political advertisements. Mm-hmm. If they do, yeah. I mean, as soon as he mentions Sleepy Joe mm-hmm. Biden, yeah. they need to bug out. They right. need to dump it. They not just pull away to a commercial or go send it right. back to an anchor. They need to dump it so that Trump, what Trump said gets deleted. Yeah. So when Trump starts to go, well, if you ask sleepy Joe Biden about right. all of the boom. things, you know, they need, boom, they need to yeah. get rid of that. Just And what you can do with a, like a seven second delay is retroactively eliminate that language, eliminate that sentence. Not just after mm-hmm. he's done saying right. it, but use the delay system to get it mm-hmm. right as he's saying it. Yeah. so we don't even have to hear yeah. that, right. But needless to say, it's, it's going to be March and April all over again. And I'm still unsure whether this actually helps Trump or not. Yeah. because uh, Tom Nichols has been trying to convince me, and he's doing an okay job of it, been trying to convince me that these are bad for the president. Mm-hmm. Every time he's talking on television, it's bad. Like, he, sh- he needs to stop doing it if he knows what's good for him. But I don't know that it's hurting him. It seems um, counterintuitive. I, 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 think,
1: I think that it does hurt him. I'm going to go with Tom, who I don't like. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go with his assessment. And I say that because his numbers have been um, going down ever since the coronavirus or, you know, since it hit. You know, I mean, that basically his handling of the virus, yeah. including these, you know, Trump rallies, press conferences. I think all of it is making him look bad. And and I think that we're going to see more unhinged behavior. And so while his base will never leave, although he does chip off a few here and a, and a few there, um, I think the people that have to, or, or the people that are moved by this are either the independents, who are still kind of on the fence, which I'll never understand those people, mm-hmm. or again, the Republicans, <laughs> who are kind of like, I don't really like Trump, But I don't mind this, that he does that. And I like the judges and all this. But then they see him behaving like a maniac. And I think it chips away. It does chip away. And it's not to say that his base is going to go from like, you know, I don't know what it is now, say 37. It's not going to go down to 20. Of course not. No. But if you could chip off a little bit. And, you know, I think the idea is everything. What we can do, though, is we can look at his polling. We can look at his polling. A week or two after he starts doing this again and see where he is. And that's where we can really determine if it's helping or hurting him.
0: Well, we'll see. But Uh, I do think it's hurting. I am on the edge of my seat. I'm going to be watching the polls quite closely. And right now, things are looking horrible Uh for Donald Trump as far as his job approval. Yeah, I mean, right now, as we uh, speak, uh, let's see what the spread is. I always like to check in on this it's 13.8% hmm. spread. So that's actually narrowed a yeah. teeny tiny right. bit yeah, since the last what, time yeah. I talked about it because for a while there it was up in the 15s 15, yeah. and now we're in the 13s. Well, I
1: mean, I think it's going to go up up and down.
2: Yeah.
1: Um and you know, this this idea that he's going to be uh putting more federal troops In different states, like yesterday, he mentioned Chicago. Was it New Jersey and New York?
0: Oh yeah, we're gonna get to that in just one second. I swear to God, I've got the uh, tiny Trump audio. Well, that
1: is also another thing about that. He's doing that for poll numbers.
0: All right, we're gonna we're gonna get into that right after we have to talk about here uh, the Clean Phone Pro at thenewdealshop.com. We all know the Clean Phone Pro with its powerful UV lights kills bacteria and viruses that live on your cell phone, your car and house keys, credit cards, earbuds, face masks, and more. Terrifying Kimberly Johnson. in every moment of every day. <laughs> but what happens when you're driving to the store, you reach for your face mask and realize, oh my God, you wore it yesterday. Have you been reusing your face masks? Because I have too. And I'm not sure if you're supposed to do that. Yes. You, you have? Yeah, so have I. So have I. Is that wrong?
1: I don't know, but I only wear them for like an hour at a
0: time. Yeah, I know. They can't be that bad. Yeah. But if you're concerned, now you can sanitize that mask in under five minutes in your car because the Phone Pro now ships with a powerful car plug adapter included in the package. So whether you're keeping safe at home or you have to go out, you can have the benefits of the Clean Phone Pro with you and sanitize those constantly-touch items anywhere, at home, in the car, or out at the office. Get the Clean Phone Pro now with a car plug adapter. Add the code SEXYLIBERAL, all one word check checkout, and you get free two-day shipping. Only you can to defend yourself and, and your family from bacteria and viruses. Get the new Clean Phone Pro package, get N95 masks too, and get free two-day shipping by adding the code liberal" all one word. Go to thenewdealshop.com. Again, it's thenewdealshop.com.
2: The Bob Seska Show. Just off your shifts. We did a little talking, and then I you a lift.
0: This is uh, the great Matt Jaffe. Meet me at midnight from The Spirit Catches You. God, this guy should be in the top 40 everywhere on every radio station if the music industry didn't suck. Well, that's why right. you got to listen to this show for all of our great indie bands here at bobseska.com slash music to submit. Also, links in the description of bobseska.com to support all of our indie bands and recording artists right here on the show, including Matt Jaffe. All right. So getting back into things here, uh, Donald Trump did that sweaty, sweaty, (laughs) mung-filled interview. Just a D.C. interview. Washington, D.C. on full display in that thing, complete with the... The goddamn cicadas, which is like the, the soundtrack to uh, every, every summer back here. I cannot stand them. The mung, mm-hmm. just so thick you can mm-hmm. cut it with a knife. You can, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Trump is uh, planning to send his stormtroopers into New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, Detroit, Baltimore, Oakland, and other cities to deal with uh, with, it says here, unrest. Is it really unrest or is it just peaceful protesters saying yes. enough is enough? That's what it is. Yeah.
1: I mean, did you see today yeah, I posted that there was in Oregon they were they were chanting um hand, like hands are up my hands are up don't shoot hands or up, something don't like that. Yeah. yeah, they
0: were doing almost a, it was a, like a lullaby. Yes. It was the, the moms right, were all right out. right right yeah. A Bunch of the moms got arrested too, by the way. Yeah, because uh, that looks disappeared. great. That
1: really looks great. Yeah. When by, all the moms get arrested.
0: By these federal stormtroopers. Here's Donald Trump threatening to send more stormtroopers, and I think we need to start calling them stormtroopers. Yeah. Not in these fun Star Wars no. sense. Not That's too fun. <laughs> I'm talking about in the Nazi sense. Uh, that's exactly what these guys are. They have a police patch on there, but no other identifying information. They don't respond to other lawyers or uh, people on the streets demanding to know who they are or where they're going. Nothing. None of that. This is highly unconstitutional. And thank God there are governors and mayors who are suing the Trump administration to have a uh, uh, what a, a restraining order applied so they can't be sending these uh, stormtroopers into our cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, it basically, you know, kind of in a roundabout way, martial law. That's what we're really kind of looking at here in our cities. This is uh, Tiny Trump. Threatened to send uh, more uh, stormtroopers into other cities.
2: Well, I'm going to do something, that I can tell you. Because we're not going to let New York and Chicago and Philadelphia and Detroit and Baltimore and all of these. Oh, <laughs> <all> these <cities laughs> a mess. We're not going to let this happen in our country. Yeah. All run by liberal Democrats. There's more federal law enforcement to some of these we're cities. There. More federal law enforcement, that I can tell you. In Portland, yeah, I can tell you. they've done a fantastic job. They've been there three days. And they really have done a fantastic job in a very short period of time. No problem. They grab him. A lot of people in jail. Their leaders. These are anarchists. These are not protesters.
0: It's like he has a series of oh God, words that him. and phrases that he's constantly cycling back to. Yeah. It's like he's got his own little soundboard here. And boy, J. L. Calvin always nails. I know. All those he really does. He's so good that I, that I can tell you. People. Jesus. People. People
2: say protesters. People. These people are anarchists. These are people that hate our country. And we're not going to let it go forward. And I'll
0: tell you what, the governor... You know, the First Amendment allows us to hate our country. I'm just saying. That's what free speech is all about. Right, yeah. And what he is specifically doing, and they they get it wrong all the time. They don't understand what censorship actually Mm -hmm. is, at least in terms of the the context of the First Amendment. The First Amendment talks about the government restricting free speech, which is exactly what Donald Trump is doing. He doesn't need to arrest every single protester on the streets. Mm-hmm. And, and by arrest, I mean black bagging them and disappearing them right. to God knows where. Or shooting them in the face. Yeah, who knows if they're rendering them off to uh, black sites like they used to do with uh, suspected terrorists. I don't know. Does anyone know? It, it's, it seems ridiculous <laughs> to even sit here and go, you can't do that. I know. That's wrong. I of know. course it's fucking wrong. Yeah. Like the fact that we're here talking about this and that all of these alleged state's rights, Mm -hmm. small government, nullification conservatives, people who like aimed firearms at the Bundy ranch against Bureau of Land Management officials who were trying to get the Bundy family to get off federal land to stop using federal land for their grazing. They freaked out. Greg Abbott, the governor of of Texas, flipped his fucking shit along Mm -hmm. with the entire conservative entertainment complex when barack obama not even barack obama when the pentagon authorized annual military exercises known as jade helm
1: yes and this was <laughs> yes. a
0: this is a massive takeover of they said of red states this could be barack obama instituting martial law sending yes. federal troops to imprison donald trump is literally yes. doing that yes Donald Trump has dispatched DHS goons, God only knows who they are, ICE officials, CBP officials, and also, this is leading directly into what Donald Trump is going to do with the election, Mm -hmm. because I swear to God, this has something, this is more than just Donald Trump uh, backstopping his law and order platform Mm -hmm. as part of his campaign. This is also about elections. This is about November 3rd. Mm Mm-hmm sending these troops in, sending yes, these well, stormtroopers.
1: He, he's trying to get his poll numbers up. Yeah. And, you know, he's just basically going to look and see what happens. Always
0: has a hard time getting things up, doesn't he?
1: <laughs> well, the the scary part is that if he is able to just do two or three points, yeah. that is that helps him yep. with his own base. And and sadly, there are people, like I saw somebody people. quote people, I saw somebody quote tweeting, again, Terry Cainfield, who I interviewed yesterday and said that these... Some Trump supporters, like a Trump supporter this person knew personally, said that they were switching. They weren't going to vote for Trump. They had voted for Trump. Then they weren't going to. Mm -hmm. But now they're back to Trump because uh, these, you know, I don't know what they're calling them, anarchists, Antifa, whatever you want to call them, um, you know, need to be. They like what Trump's doing. So I don't really know, though, what the public thinks overall. And again, we're going to have to take about a week or so. And see where his numbers are after, you know, we're watching people get kidnapped and shot in the face. Yeah.
0: And kidnapping is the exact word for it. I mean, I prefer uh, disappeared or black bag, something that has a more sinister connotation to Mm -hmm. go with the fact that it is really fucking sinister. Mm -hmm. Even kidnapping doesn't seem to fully encapsulate, I guess, the uh, severity of all of this. But sending in federal agents into our cities. What kind of signal Mm -hmm. will this send? If there are still federal agents stationed Mm -hmm. in all of our major cities where most of the people vote for Democrats, you're going to have a serious issue with minority votes, with newly uh, created citizens, people who are immigrants, who have their citizenship, who have their green cards, who can vote in the elections. They are not going to turn out for fear of being rounded up by ICE or CBP or whatever. That's what Donald Trump is counting on. He is softening us up to allow those federal troops to stay. Because there's been no indication from anyone, mm-hmm. least of all this acting secretary at DHS, this fucking maniac, about when these guys are going to leave, when they're going to bug out with their unmarked cars and their black bags. When are they leaving? We don't know. Right. So it's an indefinite occupation of our cities. Well, you know, he's saying they're troops. doing
1: a terrific job or whatever the adjective he uses. Yeah, used. they're
0: doing a terrific job rounding up people who hate the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and this is coming from Donald Trump who hasn't said a fucking thing about Vladimir Putin putting bounties on the heads of our soldiers. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump was talking about he, he's the most patriotic person in America. I think yeah, he tweeted right. something like that, obviously. Okay. More ridiculous fucking yeah. power of positive thinking hyperbole. Right. And he is easily the least patriotic. Yeah, I know. I mean, the way he elevates dictators yeah. over his own intelligence community, over his own political rivals, saying that somehow people like Kim Jong Un and Duterte and Erdogan and Putin are all so much better mm-hmm. than you know the uh, the radical left Democrats mm-hmm. or whatever the hell he's calling them right. today. <sighs> God, it's just awful. So you're going to have awful. you're going to have federal troops uh, suppressing the vote in major cities at polling places and so on. CBP, what's to keep ICE and CBP? I can absolutely see Stephen Miller, Donald Trump sitting in the Oval Office. Hey, where do we send ICE and CBP on election day? Obviously, we send them to the cities yeah. if they're not already there. And of course, they're already there because a lot of these stormtroopers, these shock troopers that we're seeing, mm-hmm. who are just rounding up protesters randomly violating their constitutional rights, violating their constitutional liberties. You know, they're already there. They're waiting. They're just waiting. And the longer they're there, the more fear they're going to instill among Mm -hmm. people who are concerned that they're going to get unjustly deported Mm -hmm. or something, or unjustly arrested. Or what about, you know, maybe they've got outstanding parking tickets or something like that. And they're, oh, the federal troops are here. Uh Uh-oh, I might get arrested. You know, that kind of shit goes on Uh, And, of course, it's intended to disrupt the vote. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, there are 34 states, including the District of Columbia, that allow some form of voting by mail without an excuse for why you can't do it, why you can't vote in person. Let's be perfectly clear about this when it comes to Donald Trump and this mail-in voting shit. Every single mail-in ballot is, in fact, an absentee Mm -hmm, ballot. mm -hmm. There is no separate distinction between a mail-in ballot and an absentee ballot. Trump wants his stupid, naive (laughs) sucker loyalists to believe that there are two separate things. There are absentee ballots that you have to jump through hoops in order to get, and then there are mail-in ballots where you can just get them randomly in your mailbox. (laughs) Like publisher's clearinghouse junk mail. Mm -hmm. Um, No, that's not how it works. Yeah, there are 34 states that allow absentee ballots without an excuse. Uh, The absentee voting states include Florida, where Trump will be voting by mail this year, again, with no excuse needed. And he lies and says, you got to do all of the things. I swear to God, it's like Dan Badandi is president. I (laughs) I swear (laughs) to fucking God. It's like Dan Bedondi and Alex Jones became this chimera, this human animal hybrid between the two of them and that's the manifestation of Donald Trump.
2: Like all of the things you all, you so many dings you have to do in order to get a mail in ballot.
0: <laughs> the other 17 states, by the way, require an excuse, but at least some of those states are are going to change their rules before November. Eliminating the need for an excuse because of the pandemic, right. or at least it, including the pandemic as one of the excuses. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't want to get permanent lung damage. Right. Maybe I, I can't vote because this disease, this illness, this this virus that's going around, eh, it's going to cause problems for me in the long run. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any secretary of state is going to go, fuck you. Right. You're going to have to turn up and get that virus anyway, bub. Right. They use old timey colloquialisms. <laughs> Bob. Listen, Bob. You're gonna get the virus and you're gonna <laughs> listen. Listen, <like it>. see? <laughs> you're gonna be wearing <laughs> cement galoshes, see? <laughs> Trump's also gonna sue boards of elections. This is where it really this is where things are gonna get really insane uh, after election day because I can hardly wait. We're not gonna know on election day who won the election yeah, unless it is like a blowout and you can tell just by the in-person voting alone. Mm-hmm. That's the only way we're going to have a result on election night, is if it's just a landslide and it's unequivocal. Like, if suddenly Georgia... Wouldn't that be fucking
1: great, though, if we could do that?
0: Yeah. I mean, again, I feel like we're back in 2016 again, because here I am about to say something about Georgia. Like, watch for Georgia. (laughs) If Georgia goes in 2016, I said, if Georgia goes for Hillary early in the evening when polls close in the East, that means it's going to be a bad night for Donald Trump. Well, same thing applies this year. (laughs) (laughs) But I hope it's not going to be because remember how we all felt. Yes. Hey, look, when you're on Twitter saying we should turn away Republican voters. I know. Think about how you felt I know. on election night and how you would have killed for those Republican voters on election night 2016 when we were seeing Ohio fall mm-hmm. and Pennsylvania fall and then Michigan fell and then Wisconsin it fell was just, it, and like, Florida. It's like a kick in the stomach. Each yeah. State. And we're all going, what the fuck? I'll never yeah. forget getting text uh, messages from Chez. Like, what? Bob explained this to me. What the fuck is going yeah. on? Like, I don't know. This is horrible. I'll
1: just never forget that day. And, uh, you know, I don't want to repeat that because the repeat would be way worse.
0: Yes, of course. I mean, talk about a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. Only this time we know what to expect. Mm-hmm. We were only guessing. Right. In yeah. 2016, what to expect from a despotic Donald Trump. And, you know, presidency. I thought
1: I thought that uh, he was getting I think that he was getting I can't remember what it was. I can't remember who was ahead first but I remember feeling like um, I think he might have been ahead first because they were red states coming up, yeah. and he was. You know, I thought to myself, "Oh, he's got this false sense of security," mm-hmm. but that quickly faded. Oh away. yeah, when
0: you see, if we start to see Steve Kornacki going through precinct by precinct and swing states, like, well, if Joe Biden's able to pick up three extra votes right. from this precinct in yes. this county, then you know you got to watch for that county over there because that's predominantly a red county, yes. and they they went no, for Trump by my so many God, please Once no. we're seeing that. that. That kind of analysis go on in swing states like Pennsylvania. Game over. Game over. Mm -hmm. It's done. Mm -hmm. It's done. It's over. But the fact is that we may not have any actual results for like a week. Yeah. And in that span of time...
1: It's going to be like the god, Chad shit. Oh my God. Like on fucking
0: crack. The chaos is going to be thick. It is going to be stressful. We are not going to sleep a whole Mm -hmm. lot. I at least know that I won't be. I mean, remember what it was like in 2000. You remember following the uh, election recounts in 2000? Yes. I don't think I slept for a week while that was going on. It was just, I constantly had MSNBC and, and CNN on the television just waiting. It was the same with 2004 with Ohio. Like, oh my God, are they recounting Cuyahoga County? I don't know. Let's see. Maybe John Kerry can pull it out. And it was just like, so nightmarish. You to know, follow just, that. just a side
1: note yeah. for those who live in California, especially who live in Los Angeles during that time, uh while we were waiting for the results mm-hmm. i went on a date with philip palmer who was an anchor at abc news and he was he was basically he's a republican mm-hmm. and and he knew i wasn't yeah. and so we only went on one date nothing happened like no kiss nothing but we went on this one date and on the way to the restaurant he picked me up and the whole way he lectured me about George Bush, and to the point where I mean I just sat there thinking, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. And and the reason I got a date with him is because fuck I you. I sent him snail mail, and I because I thought he was cute <laughs> so and I thought funny. I thought, I thought you know I could get a date with this guy if uh, if I just met him I could, I could I know I could date him so I sent him this this you know picture of me and a little funny thing because I used to work at ABC my dad did yeah. and so I said you know please dif- please disregard if you're married or gay. <laughs> And so he writes back on email, (laughs) he writes back on email and he's like, you certainly made me laugh, which led to, you know, him hemming and hawing. And I'm like, you know what? It was the day after Thanksgiving. I said, you know what? You need to come to my house, pick me up, take me on a proper date. That's what we're going to (laughs) do. At this point, I didn't even want to be his girlfriend. I just wanted to date with an anchor that I got because I wrote him a letter and I did. But I mean, it was so funny because he was like practically yelling at me the whole way to the restaurant. (laughs) And then after we, you know, sat down and ate, he actually apologized For that behavior. It was crazy. Anyway, that's a side note.
0: Are you currently now stalking any news guys (laughs) that I should know about?
1: No, only you. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah, so God, in that week of time where they're counting absentee ballots and so on and trying to determine who's going to win, I swear to God, Donald Trump's going to declare victory.
1: Of course he will. Of course he will, because then he's going to be able to be like, wait a minute when they say that he lost. I'm winning. I got internal
0: polls, internal, Uh the very best polls, the greatest, most tremendous polls. And they say, you've won. I've won. I have won. I'm declaring victory. Yeah, he's going to try to Bill bar the election. Yeah, he's going to Bill bar the election. Exactly. He's going to declare victory in the same way Bill Barr put that letter out. Basically cock blocking the entire Mueller report. That's what Donald Trump's going to do. And then he's going to back it up. Donald Trump's going to back it all up by saying, since I have won, I'm now going to sue Mm -hmm. these particular too-close-for-call precincts Mm -hmm. to stop the voting, Mm -hmm. to stop the counting of the votes.
1: Oh, man. It's just going to be hell on
0: earth. This whole bit with the mail-in ballots, he is setting up a legal challenge Mm -hmm. to the use of what he calls mail-in ballots, which is, in fact, all absentee ballots. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's going to be successful. But what he's going to be able to do ultimately is delay the result Mm -hmm. long enough to stir up his crazy fucking red hats. Mm And there are going to be Brooks Brothers riots like 2000, but more like these demonstrations with red hats all mm-hmm. taking to the streets. And it's going to be fucking, wearing their
1: military garb.
0: You know, someone, a, a blue check on Twitter was giving me shit today for making people panic. with <laughs> My salon article in which I talked about all of this shit where I basically laid out how Trump's going to handle the election mm-hmm. if he loses or if it's even close. Because that's all he needs. All he needs to be is a little bit close and then Donald Trump can fuck around with it indefinitely. But this blue check on Twitter was giving me shit. Like, what, what? What? This is not helping. Why are you making people panic? I'm like, do you? Are we not supposed to fucking write about voter suppression anymore? Fucking yeah, fucking blue, blue checks. checks. <laughs> well, it's so great when all those blue checks couldn't tweet for a while there the other day, wasn't it? Elitist fuckers. <laughs> fucking blue checks. I think that's gonna be, by the way, that's gonna be the uh, the name of today's show. Fucking blue checks. Fucking blue checks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, But suffice to say, he is going to sue to have the votes, to have the the counting stopped, basically. Essentially, what happened with Bush v. Gore, stop the counting, stop the counting, no more counting. And then it's going to go to the Supreme Court. And then the Supreme Court will maybe rule against him. I think that's the most likely way that John Roberts is going to swing in that eventuality. But we don't know. Right. But what's going to happen is there are going to be loopholes in which Donald Trump can continue to challenge the vote counting. Oh, well, we're just going to mm-hmm. sue to have it stopped yeah. in other states, in other precincts. yeah. And then it'll have to go back up the line again. December 14, remember that date, December 14. On December 14, the electors meet to cast their ballots in the Electoral College. And yes, I know, the Electoral College sucks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. It still exists. It's mm-hmm. going to exist this year. It's going to exist in this election. It is going to determine the winner of this election, mm-hmm. whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. But on December 14, those electors meet and decide, I don't think we're going to have a declared winner on that day. Wow. I don't know. I don't think we will. Jesus. I think it's going to take forever because of the Donald Trump legal challenges. I mean, it's possible that we could get close enough for See, the, the AP exactly and the networks why to we call
1: need, it. This is exactly why we need a fucking landslide.
0: Yep. It needs to be unequivocal on that night. Mm-hmm. Like I said. Georgia has to fall mm-hmm. <laughs> at eight o'clock Eastern time on November 3rd, Georgia has mm-hmm. to fall or Florida yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Because basically what we're talking about here is at the end of the or day, Texas, through, yeah, I know, but that, that's central. <laughs> I time, know. So I, that's, I, later. Oh, that's true. That's true. But <laughs> all Joe Biden really needs to get are the Hillary States from 2016 plus Pennsylvania, Mich- Michigan, and Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And he's won. right? That's it. That's all he needs. He yeah. doesn't have to win Florida, but we'd like it to be more. We'd, oh, like, it be yeah. we'd mean, like it to be Florida. Ah. We'd like it to be North Carolina. We'd like it to be Georgia. We'd like it to be Arizona. We'd like it to be long shot still, but Texas yeah. is on the table. In fact, Joe Biden's going to be campaigning in Texas. Yes. And uh, I think that's a very, very good thing. Mm-hmm. Got to get all the votes. All the votes count. Uh, we are way late for another break. We just talked, don't we? <laughs> we just love to talk. We are blessed with the gift of gab. <laughs> hey, you know what everyone hates? They hate it when uh, people post photos or screen grabs. I know you hate when people do this, when people have a picture of you and they post it without you knowing. Yes. They don't check with you first. And it's always the weirdest looking mm-hmm. ones. Like Because I'm on the Stephanie Miller Show every Wednesday morning, so people are doing screen grabs <laughs> of me talking on video on the Stephanie Miller Show. And my face is always contorted in a, in a way that makes me look <laughs> really strange it's like the weirdest (laughs) possible screen grabs and drives me nuts so there are two solutions to all of this first of all you have to have a no unauthorized photos policy with all of your social media friends and of course the other solution is plexaderm plexaderm is a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles crow's feet and under eye bags all in the comfort of your home in a matter of minutes. Plexiderm goes on clear and lasts for hours, so nobody's going to know that you're using it unless you tell them. I took the test and I was amazed by the results. You can too. Go to triplexiderm.com, use my code VOICES for half off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm plus an additional $10 off, or try a fourteen ninety-five trial pack today by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning the code VOICES. Again, visit triplexiderm.com, use the code VOICES for half off a full-size bottle plus an additional Ten dollars off or try a $14.95 trial pack when you use the code voices at triplexiderm.com.
2: Bob Seska.
0: From Los Angeles, that's State to State. And a brand new song called Undead Love out this year. You can uh, support State to State by clicking the link in the description at bobsesga.com. All right. So uh, just to put a uh, end cap on this discussion of what's going to happen on the election with uh, mail-in votes, absentee votes, do you see this Trump email? <laughs> this Trump email sent out, a big email blast sent to all of his supporters Uh, It's going to blow your mind, given everything Trump's been saying about absentee ballots. It says here, uh, Pennsylvania, request your ballot today. Pennsylvania primary is right around the corner, and now you can vote from home for President Trump. Request your ballot today. This is the first time every registered voter in Pennsylvania can avoid the lines by requesting a ballot. Find out how to request one here. Vote.DonaldJTrump.com President Trump is counting on you to vote for him and make sure he has historic voter turnout in Pennsylvania. Request your ballot and cast your vote from your own home. <sighs> Fuck off. Wow. Yeah. So, mail in ballots, that's how the election's going to be rigged. Yeah. That's what he told Chris Wallace through a f- fucking waterfall of sweat running down his face. That's how it's going to happen. That's how they're going to rig it. And instead, he's sending out letters to all of his supporters saying, hey, sign up for absentee ballots so we can win. Uh, So let's see. Anything else before we Uh, wrap up the show?
1: I'm looking here, uh, 1247 p.m. uh, ABC News. The president is displaying a new tone. And a new level of engagement after aides and allies have pleaded with him to recognize the gravity of the movement of the moment. So this is what they're writing about him in ABC News, that he's changing his tone. He's going to so change So we'll his find tone. out. We'll find out today at five.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. That'll last five minutes. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, here's what. I'm a little nervous about his new campaign manager. Yeah. Um, mostly Bill I think... Bill
2: Stepien. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mostly I think you cannot change Trump. Yeah. I really don't think it's possible for him. But, you know, Chris Hayes pointed out last week that right before the, I think it was after the pussy grabbing tape blo- uh, dropped, yeah. that they were able to keep him quiet. And, you know, the, obviously all the WikiLeaks stuff came out and Trump just hung back, said nothing and let it all come out. So I don't know this what this new guy is capable of doing. I don't know if Donald can rein it in, especially this, you know, far out. It's yeah. not like... Um, you know, it's tomorrow. I mean, that was that was October 8th. So it was like a, a month away.
0: I don't think he's capable. I swear to God, I don't think he is. I think he's going to give it a shot for a little while because at least based on how I've been observing Trump for all of this time, this kind of story has come up before, hasn't it? Like we've yeah, seen this I mean, sort of thing before. And what's usually happened is behind the scenes, Trump basically goes, all right, well, I'm going to give your thing a shot. And if it doesn't work, I'm right, going back to what I think is right. It, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he maybe gives it a a week. A week, but is he even a week gonna, is at most. Okay,
1: if he does it for a week, it'll show up today. Yeah, right. we'll see that he's he's holding uh, press conferences that are legitimate, and he's taking the virus seriously. Yeah, okay. He's, he's not going to be he's not going to be able to resist. No, he is going to go sleepy
0: Joe, sleepy yeah. Joe Biden, and all of the people, all the people taking care of the the statues, all of the great Confederate leaders. Christ. Oh my god. The five o'clock shit show. Oh every day. (laughs) Again, I I hope I hope it doesn't last. I hope he gets bored. I hope he gets bored. There's just
1: no way. Especially because he's like it's like that Gabriel Sherman thing, how sad he is. So sad. He's so sad and so so somber. (laughs) So somber. I don't think he's gonna be able to he
0: can't. No. One last thing, by the way, before we wrap up the show today, have you noticed that the mail is slower? It is. Yes, I have. I I have noticed it myself because during the quarantine, I have been doing a lot of online purchasing of things that Mm -hmm. I normally buy in stores. Uh, Supplies, things like that, personal hygiene products, et cetera. And so I've been ordering through Amazon. And by the way, if you want to order your own things through Amazon, make sure to use our Amazon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com. Thank you. Um, I have noticed that it's been taking longer for things to get delivered. Mm -hmm. Where they'll say, oh yeah, it'll be here by this date and it turns out it's two days later. Or, oh yeah, we mailed this letter three days ago and it should be in your hands by now and it's not. Right. There is a noticeable lag Mm -hmm. in the mail and that's because Donald Trump has ordered the Postmaster General to slow down the mail delivery. just in time for mail-in voting. And in fact, just in time for Donald Trump's uh, email blast to all of his supporters saying, hey, yeah. get your mail-in ballot right here. Get them while they're hot. It, well, thanks, because it's going to take extra long for them to arrive.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hopefully we get them in time. Right. So he is pulling out all the stops to just ultimately screw with this election and I I think between all of them it's going to cause all kinds of problems and the the Democrats just absolutely need to get all the lawyers they possibly Mm -hmm. can, have them on speed dial have them ready to go on helicopters and airplanes ready to to jet into all of these areas where we're going to see all the challenges, we're going to see lawsuits we're going to see demonstrators like we saw in 2000 worse than that, obviously, worse than in 2000 we're going to see federal agents Mm -hmm. uh, in and around polling places, discouraging minority voters, all the rest of it. It's going to be fucking madness. And you know what? I'm not going to apologize for if anyone's panicking because of that. We're all grownups here, and we deserve to know uh, what might be happening. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm just saying, based on what I've observed so far, and knowing that Donald Trump is entirely geared toward re-election, every move that he makes... Is about re-election right now. Because, you know, again, I don't need to say it, but yeah, he's worried about going to jail. He's worried about a mountain of lawsuits waiting for him. Hell, Donald Trump can still be indicted on the things that he got impeached for. That's still on the table. I know. Once he's out of office, anything goes. It's (gasps) going to be up to the discretion of the Attorney General.
1: You're such a tease. I know.
0: Sorry. (laughs) Sorry for being such a tease. <laughs> uh, okay, so Kimberly Johnson's podcast is at patreon.com slash Up. The best guests anywhere, the best conversation you're going to hear all week, except on this show, of course. <laughs> no, my show's better. <laughs> no, my show's better. <laughs> at least my show has fart sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Also, uh, where else can people find your work? At Author Kimberly. It's L-E-Y at the end, yes. by the way. Yes, yes, yes. Extra E. Just remember, Twitter, e- yes. Extra E for excellent. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can read all about the Vagenda of Manicide there.
1: Yes. <laughs> All I'm, my work. All my work on the Vagenda of Manicide.
0: That's right. All your copious work. I'm, I'm, but I, I am, tri- to God, I that's, am the tri- title, that's the title That's title of a book. <laughs> I know, really. Just I saying. just want
1: to throw in there, I am trying to build my podcast. So FYI, wink, wink, nudge, nudge.
0: Uh, right. And there's going to be no Buzz Burbank News and Comment this week, but still support Buzz Burbank News and Comment at buzzburbank.com, also at realmnetwork.com. And of course, all of your sexy liberal podcast programs at the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, sexyliberal.com, five star ratings and reviews for everybody over there. Thank you in advance for doing that. Oh, and you can subscribe to my show too. I have a Patreon, patreon.com <laughs> slash Bob Seska Show. If you want to subscribe, uh, also Bob That's an easier way to get to it. $5 a month gets you the post mortem show that's coming up next. See you over there, folks. Bye bye.